Welcome to today's podcast with Bishop Wale Ajayi. I am righteous. My righteous actions flow from the righteous nature I've received. Because it's possible to do righteous acts and not be righteous. Say it is possible to do righteous acts and not be righteous. Now remember, what is righteousness? Right, God putting you right with himself. Not the actions. God making you right with himself. I told you about Cornelius, Elder Cornelius, in Superior Holy Ghost Power Ministry. Elder Cornelius. Elder Cornelius was a devout man. Show me Elder Cornelius from the Amplified Version. Let's Amplified X-ray Elder Cornelius. For he said, now, living at Caesarea, there was what? A man whose name was what? A centurion, a captain of, of what was known as the Italian Regiment. Next verse. A what? A devout man. What, who is a devout man? Who venerated God and treated him with what? reverential obedience as did all his household and gave much alms to the people the man they donate donatus and prayed to god how he was in every prayer meeting pious man every charitable function he gave devout man the man they feared god but this man upon all this was not righteous say bishop how do you then define righteousness righteousness is god putting you right in his sight how? By faith in Christ. So this man had all these virtues, but he didn't have faith in Christ. And all these things meant nothing. But because God liked the man, see this man, they try. If they look for me, now me, it's all this good way they do because he wants to please God. Peter, go and tell him how to please me. For without faith, faith is not strong mind though. It's not determination though. Faith is faith in Christ. If you know, if you know, you're no salute. If you not throw body for Jesus' body, he not get where they go. Some of you don't know what that beanie is, right? Oh man, no Hey, Somebody say amen. So Cornelius was doing everything, but Am I making sense to you? So when you put faith in Jesus, you receive the gift of righteousness, which is not only imputed but imparted. And how did God accomplish Romans 6? As I go to Romans 6. You know, Paul writes to us from Romans 5 into Romans 6. How that Adam sinned and passed sin to how many of us? All of us. Romans 5. From verse 12, passed sin to all of us. Passed sin to all of us. And go to verse, go to verse 12. Let's try to read. Why by one man sin entered the world and death by sin and death passed upon all men for all have sinned. Next verse. For unto the law, sin was where? In the world. But sin was not imputed where there was no law. That's why the law came to increase sin or give sin its power. For example, if there's no law against driving 100 kilometers per hour on ring road, and I drive 100 kilometers per hour on ring road, and I jam somebody, huh? you, cannot, you cannot arrest me for driving 100 kilometers per hour on ring road based on the fact that somebody, I jammed somebody. The fact there's no law against it. There must be, I didn't break any law. You know what I just I hit somebody, yes, it's wrong to drive fast on ring road, but there's no law against it. But there's a law against it, then that law has imprisoned me. I'm not making sense to anybody here. So it says, where there was no law, sin was not imputed. Keep going. But nevertheless, death reigned over how many men? All men. Adam to Moses. Even over them that had not sinned after Adam's transgression, which is the figure of him to come. Next verse. For not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For through the offense of one, many be what? Dead. Much more. Someone say much more. The, much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded to what? Many. Next verse. 
not, not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift. For the judgment was by one to condemnation, but the free gift is of many offenses unto what? Justification. Next question. For if by one man's offense, who is the man? Adam. Death reigned by one. Much more, much more. They which receive what? Abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign by one man. Jesus Christ. Go to the next verse. Therefore, as by the offense of one, judgment came upon how many men? All men to condemnation. Even so, by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon how many men? All men to justification of life. Look at verse 19. For as by one man's disobedience, huh? all or many were made sinners. So by the obedience of one, Christ, many made righteous. So I'm not righteous because of my obedience. I'm righteous because of Christ's obedience. Under the law my righteousness was tied to my obedience to the law. But in redemption under grace my righteousness is tied to Christ's obedience. His obedience to the death of the cross. And by my faith in him God declares me righteous in his sight. That's what Paul means by the faith of Christ. Faith of Christ means my faith is in Christ. Christ gets everything from God. So I don't have to be dealing with God, trying to impress God. All I just do, trust Jesus. And everything with God is settled. It's like wanting to, how would I describe this now? Wanting to have credit with the president. All I need to be is to be the best friend of, what's his name again? The guy that married Jesse, Wari's son. Yusuf Abishehu. Yusuf. If I'm Yusuf's best friend, it means therefore, I don't have to be trying to see Buhari. All I come to the house, can I say Yusuf please? Because if I'm, in Yusuf, if I'm Yusuf's friend, I don't have to be trying to see Buhari. All I need to be is Yusuf's friend. Now we will be talking. God said, all I need from you, all I've ever needed from anybody, put faith in my son. Faith in me is faith in my son. When you put faith in my son, I dash you. Righteousness. I'm not making sense to anybody. Paul writes something. He said, he said, he said, Go, go, go back to Romans 5, 17. I, I, I pray somebody gets this. Come and say, I'm a good tree. Look at Romans 5, 17. Say, for by one man's offense, death reigned by one. Much more. They which receive what? Abundance of grace. That's what John calls grace upon grace. Grace upon grace. Or grace for grace. And of the gift of righteousness, shall what? Reign. Shall reign. So, death reigned over us. But now, we now reign. Now look at what it says in NLT so you can be clear. Oh, thank you, Jesus. For of the sin of one man, Adam caused death to rule over many. But even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of righteousness. For all who receive it will live in triumph over sin and death through this one man, Jesus Christ. What Paul telling us here is showing us how Jesus by his death, burial and resurrection, by his obedience to God, has set us free. From the power of sin that held us because of Adam. That nature that made us sin, Christ has set us free from. Now see what Paul really means. Come on, my, my friend. Come on, child. Oh, come. I'm, so I'm your sin. I'm your slave. So slave me. The punishment. You beat me. No, hit me. Don't be afraid. Hit me. Because I will reply you. Hit me now because I will give you. Ask the guy in first service. I gave him. Hit me. So I'm his slave. This is my master. So Jesus, come. I put faith. Jesus, I put faith in you. So Jesus sets me free. Now watch. Is this not good enough that I'm set free from the master? But let me show you what Jesus really did. So what enslaved me 
I'm nice master. Bend up. I said, he beats me, just like he beats me. Guys, <laughs> that, that is what I'm showing you. So, we were slaves of sin, but he didn't just set us free from sin. He now made us masters over it. Stand on your feet this morning. Give him a shout of praise in this house. Say, I'm a master of sin. Sin has no power over me. I'm a good tree. I'm a good tree. I produce righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in love. God is at work in me. Both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Somebody shout amen. I'm righteous. And when you train your mind to this, you find yourself producing righteous fruit. When your mind does not receive it, that you have been, I showed you just now, the very strong statement, he that is born of God cannot, come and say I'm born of God, I cannot sin, I'm born of God, I abide in Christ, I cannot sin, sin is not my master, I am the master, check the Bible Pastor Charles, before the law, he told Cain, yes you have the nature of sin, huh? but he said, sin lieth at thy door. But unto you shall be its desire. He said, Ken, you didn't have to do this. Because there's no law, there's no law that has brought you under sin's power. Show me now, Genesis chapter 4, where God began to talk to him. And the Lord said to Ken, why that wrath, why that countenance falling? Next verse. If thou doest well, shall thou not be accepted? If thou doest not well, sin lieth at thy door. And unto thee shall be its desire. And thou shalt rule over him. So, the law had not come. Showing you that in the under grace, no matter the sign of sin that comes your way, its desire is unto you. You shall rule over it. That's what grace does. So, what God did was to bring us to the place where sin has no power over us. For those under the law, sin had power over them. But under grace, say under grace, sin has no power. I'm a good tree. Come and say, Lord, I'm a good tree. Come and say, boy, I'm a good tree. I bring forth good fruit, just like Jesus. And the summary of the righteous acts, I told you, is love. We walk in love. So let's read 1 Corinthians 13 like people who understand it. 1 Corinthians 13 from verse 4. NLT. NLT. Oh, say, call your real name. Call your real name. Call your real name. Ambaka Chingwe. Ifinyuwa. Say Wale is patient Wale is kind Wale is not jealous Wale is not boastful Don't call my name, call your name Call your name, your real name Say Wale is kind Wale is patient Wale is not jealous Wale is not boastful You know why? Because God is love And if God is love I am love So you must train your mind to tell yourself this I'm not boastful. I'm not proud. I'm not arrogant. I am patient. I am kind. I am merciful. Show me that scripture. Not boastful, not proud. Next verse. Not rude. I don't demand my own way. I'm not irritable. I don't keep record of wrongs. I have no diary where the wrongs are written. I don't keep malice. I don't have unforgiveness. Are you hearing what I'm saying? 
Because listen, what is true about you as a believer is not only that you are healed and you are forgiven. You know, voice the loud for that one. Come and say, I'm healed. Say loud and say, I'm healed. Come and say, I'm forgiven. Uh, as you are healed and you are forgiven, you are also patient. So don't say, I'm healed and forgiven. When it comes to patient, are they vexed well, well? Are they provoked? Not, are they ve- no, 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 no. Train your mind. Train your mind. I am patient. I am kind. Any other suggestion to you is not correct. The truth about the man in Christ is that he's patient. No matter what you just did, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. That's why I keep telling you. Train your mind. I am the righteousness of God. I'm not a fornicator. I'm not an adulterer. I'm not a liar. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Come and say, I'm patient. I'm kind. I'm gentle. So when that devil is trying to make you slap your wife, remind yourself, I'm patient. I'm kind. That's we, we don't slap our wife. Our wife don't see our face with their finger. We are patient. We are kind. We are merciful. We are not boastful. We are not resentful. When resentment wants to creep in, remind yourself, I'm not resentful. I'm not bitter. I'm patient. I'm kind. I'm merciful. That's the real you. See that you in the mirror. And then you start to produce the fruit of who you are. I'm not a bad tree. I'm a good tree. I produce good fruit. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. It's not the fruit that makes the tree. It's the tree that makes the fruit. And because you're a good tree, from today, good fruit manifests in your life. And when you strain, you see yourself. Some of you, some of you believe it's not possible to have a good marriage. You have so trained yourself with that bad lie that you can't have a good marriage. That you must quarrel. Who said you must quarrel? Who said you must quarrel? They will not give you parable. The, you know, the tongue and the teeth are in the same mouth. Sometimes the tongue bite the teeth. Shut up. Stop reading nonsense into your life. Rather tell yourself, I'm kind. I'm merciful. I'm patient. Somebody say amen. Thank you for listening. We trust God that you've been tremendously blessed by this podcast. To download the full message and other messages by Bishop Wale Ajayi, please visit www.cgmimiraclecenter.org. You can also follow Bishop Wale Ajayi on all social media platforms. Be blessed.